Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have a great discussion today about something that quite literally does pertain to everyone, um, you know, and, and especially those in business. This is going to be a great topic because we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence. And for those of you who just went, hmm, what the heck does that mean? We're going to find out. So please join me in welcoming Robin Hills to our program this morning. Welcome, Robin. Thank you, Deb. It's lovely to be here. Great, great. Well, let me tell people just a little bit about you and then we'll dive into this. So Robin Hills is the director of EI for Change, a company specializing in educational training, coaching, and personal development focused on emotional intelligence, positive psychology, and neuroscience. He has taught over 250,000 people in 185 countries how to build resilience, increased self-awareness, and understanding of others. His educational programs on resilience and emotional intelligence cover the most comprehensive and detailed education of any emotional intelligent organization and are today used in educational establishments in South Africa and India. Robin is also the author of two books and has, through his work, developed the experiential coaching methodology Images of Resilience to support cathartic conversations around resilience. He has delivered keynote speeches at conferences across the world, including Harvard University, and he sits on the Northwest Committee of the Association of Business Psychology. So again, Robin, welcome. <clears throat> Thank you, Debs. That's a, a lovely um, introduction, and uh, I listened to it, and I thought, "Ooh, is that me?" I know. I love it yes, when it we do our own bios. <laughs> we're like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah, ooh, that sounds impressive." Well, well, it's all true. It is, and you know, and and thank you. We have, you know, I was reading your bio on your website, and there, of course, you talk about all the certifications and things that you have, which are many. And but I'm I'm glad that we you know you know we we want people to go to the website to see those um, because sometimes. My tongue really gets tangled up on some of those things. Mine too. I know, I know. So let's kind of, I always like to, to get to know my guests a little bit better by having them talk about where they got to, how they, you know, how they got to where they are today and how you discovered that this truly is your passion in life. So tell us a little bit about that. Oh, that's an interesting question, Debs. Yes, I I started my career having got my degree mm-hmm. in... Uh, this is going to age me, the early 80s. Mm-hmm. And I worked in... Shh, um, I'm that age too. <laughs> oh. 
I, I worked in uh, medical sales in okay. London mm-hmm. uh, for a, a number of pharmaceutical mm-hmm. companies. And my career in medical sales peaked when I went into teach into went into teaching. No, mm-hmm. uh, I went into selling in the mm-hmm. London teaching hospitals. Mm-hmm. And it was during that time that I noticed that some of the doctors were very, very engaging with people, Mm -hmm. had all the time in the world to sit and talk Mm -hmm. and got all their work done. Mm -hmm. And some doctors were incredibly stressed, had no time (laughs) for anybody, least of all me, Mm -hmm. and were always panicking to try and get their work done. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until years later that I realized that uh, it wasn't the the role that there was the problem. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the functionality that was the problem. It wasn't their intellect that was the problem. It was their emotional intelligence. Mm. But uh, at the time that I was doing the medical selling, uh, emotional intelligence was known about, but it was known about in the academic circles. And it wasn't until Daniel Goldman published his book in the Mm -hmm. mid-90s that suddenly there was a realization of the fact that people don't only need to be cognitively intelligent Mm -hmm. to a certain extent to be successful in life, Mm -hmm. but what they do really need to be successful in life is emotionally intelligent. Uh, now, I moved up to the northwest of England to mm-hmm. take up a leadership role. And after a, a number of years, the role changed. It was made redundant. Mm-hmm. And I then went into clinical research mm-hmm. just to get some more leadership and management mm-hmm experience and uh, I was doing recruitment and Mm -hmm. managing people's contracts and managing and developing them in clinical research projects and uh, after a few years that role was made redundant so I thought "Mm, I can actually uh, do something with all my skills and knowledge now Mm -hmm. where do I go Mm so looking out and about I hadn't got the background and experience nor the qualifications or the pieces of paper Mm -hmm. that people would employ me as a trainer, a coach or a facilitator. So I thought I can set myself up doing this. Mm -hmm. So I went away and got a few qualifications Mm -hmm. just to prove to myself that I could do Mm -hmm. it and to add that into my portfolio. But um, ultimately I am now an emotional intelligence coach, trainer, and facilitator. Mm. I set up EI for Change about Mm -hmm. 15 years ago, Ah. not quite. Mm -hmm. And it's just gone from success to success. Mm -hmm. And people will often ask me, how do I become an emotional intelligence coach, trainer, and facilitator? Mm -hmm. Well, go out there, live it, and breathe it. And ultimately, it is your passion that Mm -hmm. is what the it is your passion which mm-hmm. is what people will buy mm-hmm. they don't necessarily need the piece of paper right. to show that you've got that mm-hmm. capability so it's a combination of having the confidence to do mm-hmm. that having the capability to do that and having the ability to engage people through mm-hmm. your passion mm-hmm. to show that you can make a difference right i love it well you know uh, as i mentioned at the start of the program what the heck does emotional intelligence even mean? You know, are we to be happy, happy all the time? You know, all these things. What what does it mean? 
No, emotional intelligence is not about being emotional, although emotions are involved. Let me give you a really succinct, easy definition of emotional intelligence. Um, I've talked about cognitive intelligence. Mm -hmm. Well, intelligence is part of emotional intelligence. It's being smart Mm -hmm. with your feelings Mm -hmm. and knowing how you can utilize Mm -hmm. your feelings in order to build up good quality relationships and make decisions, Mm -hmm. make appropriate decisions. Mm -hmm. That is emotional intelligence. It's not about being nice. Mm-hmm. It's not about being kind. Mm-hmm. It's not about being happy all the time. Mm-hmm. Although this is what we are aspiring towards mm-hmm. and trying to create in the world mm-hmm. um, a caring, sharing right. place mm-hmm. where everybody mm-hmm. can be kind to each mm-hmm. other and to be happy. Mm-hmm. Now, realistically, unfortunately, it's not going to happen because mm-hmm. people have different viewpoints and different values. Right. But if I go out there and espouse my art of being emotionally intelligent, mm-hmm. hopefully somebody will pick up on mm-hmm. it and it'll be meaningful to one or two right. people. Right. You know, and it is about appropriate types of, of, you know, having, having your emotions, um, you know, bad things happen and, you know, it, it, like you don't want to be telling somebody while you're laughing, I'm sorry, you're being fired today, you know, Um, and, you know, and clearly there are times where we have to have the empathy to be sad, to be all those things, you know, I'll admit I'm a Royal watcher, you know, I love, you know, I love the drama of your Royals. And, you know, of course, recently you lost Prince Philip and, and several of the articles here in the United States were talking about how stoic the queen is. And, and it was saying that, you know, when appropriate, she does shed tears. She does, you know, and, and I'm sure that there are many times, and, and, you know, this is with any leader or anyone, behind closed doors, we break down. But when we need to show that strength, we show that appropriate strength. It's having that ability to be able to select the appropriate emotion Mm -hmm. and to be able to utilize it. Mm -hmm. Now, I think the important thing here is to say that emotional intelligence is not about being manipulative. Right. Uh, It really is about um, trying to engage with somebody and Mm -hmm. treat somebody Mm -hmm. in the way in which they want to be treated. And this is where the empathy comes Mm -hmm. in. Uh, I think it's important to say at, at the outset that empathy is not sympathy. Right. Because if you're sympathizing mm-hmm. with somebody, you're taking a position of superiority. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing through sympathy is you're actually using your emotions to try and make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. Whereas with empathy, um, the other person may not like the situation that they find themselves in. They don't want you to try and make it better because. Mm-hmm realistically you can't right what they want is for you to understand Mm -hmm. and ideally to ask them well how can I help you Mm -hmm. what is it that I can do how can I support you Mm -hmm. and to listen to the answer Mm -hmm. and try and deliver against that Mm -hmm. now there are going to be times when they'll give you an answer that you can't deliver against Mm -hmm. but at least the the fact that they've had that opportunity to share that with Mm -hmm. you is going to help and raise your empathy mm-hmm. and build up a build up a connection with that right. person. Right. Yeah, you know and 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 that's what we do see in good leaders is we see them 
you know, being empathetic without kind of that. And, you know, the, and, and I, I, it's the good leaders, obviously, you know, as I said, that, you know, they, they don't, you know, as my grandfather would have said, they don't wallow in it. Um, you know, and, and, uh, but they, you know, they, they do, they try to help where they can. Sometimes they can't, you know, as you said, you know, and, and I mean, you know, if you're telling somebody again, you know, Hey, we're, you know, furloughs, you know, happened a lot over yeah. here in, in the, the last year. And, you know, I mean, if you could, you'd fix it so that they weren't losing their job. But what, you know, what you can do and, you know, and it's difficult to tell somebody, especially when you're keeping your job, that they're losing their job. But sometimes just, you know, being there and going, hmm, you know, it it helps, um, you know, and, and but, you know, it's it is it's a tricky line because if you get carried away, then, you know, they it just the, it just makes the situation worse. It does. I, I very, very interestingly, Debs. I saw a post on LinkedIn this morning mm-hmm. uh, where somebody had said that, uh, within the post that, as a leader, they don't want to get involved with people's emotions, mm-hmm. and they would rather not get involved mm-hmm. with people's emotions, and they're not really interested in the pe- person as a person. Oh. They're, I don't want to work for somebody like well, that. Well, <laughs> uh, no, this this was the point. I I didn't respond because mm-hmm. it was that there was a a thread of hundreds of comments, and right. any mm-hmm. comment within that would have just mm-hmm. got lost. I, I it concerned me, and it made me rather mm-hmm. upset to mm-hmm. think that there are people still out there who are not interested in the people that mm-hmm. work for them. Right. The people that work for them are not robots. Mm-hmm. They've got families, mm-hmm. they've got lives, they've got interests outside of work. And it's mm-hmm. important as a leader to get to understand your people mm-hmm. better. Right. You don't have to emotionally engage mm-hmm. with them. If somebody's upset because the cat's died, mm-hmm. then you don't sit in the office sobbing with them. Right. Mm-hmm. What you do is you actually say, I'm desperately sorry to mm-hmm. hear that you've mm-hmm. lost your cat right. you've had it for a number of years mm-hmm. and uh, it's obviously a major part of your family mm-hmm. and it's obviously impacting upon you emotionally right. is there anything that I can do what mm-hmm. what what can I do to help mm-hmm. you right now that that's a very simple question mm-hmm. and the answer may be well cut me some slack for a day or two mm-hmm. or can I have the afternoon off mm-hmm. or I'm not feeling particularly right. engaged at mm-hmm. the moment I just be aware of mm-hmm. it uh, whatever it is that the person is telling you then respond to it as right. a lead right if yeah, you, you might not them, be able to give them the the rest of the day well, off but no, explain no, no. why yeah and uh, and also if uh, you are forcing that person to work mm-hmm. under a climate where you're not interested mm-hmm. then they're not going to give their best work right. are they mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, I, a little bit of empathy, a mm-hmm. little bit of understanding, a mm-hmm. little bit of emotional intelligence mm-hmm. will help you to get mm-hmm. the best out of that person, mm-hmm. not only in the short term, but in the medium mm-hmm. and the long per- term. And right. they will want to stay mm-hmm. with you because they are being treated like mm-hmm. a human being, mm-hmm. not a robot. Right. Now, what about the opposite of that? The 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 boss, you know, the supervisor, the business owner, you know, even sometimes the, the team member who wants to be your best buddy 
and and wants to you know wants you to share everything with them and 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 you know that happens frequently when someone has been promoted from the ranks yes. you know they're they're you know you were best buddies you went out for for drinks on friday night and now you're the boss how does that work well i think in the short term it doesn't work mm-hmm. and we've got to be realistic here if you've got that kind of friendly relationship mm-hmm. then whether you like it or not it's going to have to change Mm -hmm. on on both sides right because as the boss you're going to be in receipt of confidential information Mm -hmm. that you can't share Mm -hmm. you're going to be in receipt of strategic information Mm -hmm. that you can't share so you're going to have less of an open relationship Mm -hmm. and whether you like it or not there's a degree of hierarchy there Mm -hmm. Um, even in the flattest structures, there, there's a bit of lumpiness there. Mm-hmm. And I think you've just got to both accept mm-hmm. that the relationship is going to have to change. Right. Um, it's going to be unfortunate, but mm-hmm. these things happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't switch off at the weekend, meet mm-hmm. up. As yeah, you best can't be buddies. buddies on the weekend and, and uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just doesn't work like that. But if you can do it, mm-hmm. you can keep a professional relationship mm-hmm. going and you can meet at the weekend. Right. But you have one drink and then you leave. Yeah, don't talk about work. Mm-hmm. Talk mm-hmm. about right. the cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talk mm-hmm. about the car that you're going to buy. Mm-hmm. Talk about where you're going on holiday. Mm-hmm. If you can go mm-hmm. away, uh, right. you know all these sort of things. There's How no are you gas. Coping? There's COVID, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just mm-hmm. create a new relationship, mm-hmm. and I think the owner sits on both people, so right. it's not Definitely. the mm-hmm. boss's responsibility mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. It's very much mm-hmm. between both people to mm-hmm. agree that, unfortunately, the relationship is going to change, right? Yeah, because it it is both ways. You know, when uh, way back when, you know, when I was in corporate America, you know, I would have people that would say, but you're my friend. You know, what do you mean I can't have tomorrow off? You're my friend. And I'm like, "Eh, yeah, I'm your friend, but I am your boss and you don't have any more time off. (laughs) Um, And it becomes it becomes hard for mm-hmm. both people, mm-hmm. and especially for the leader mm-hmm. who is in that position mm-hmm. and having to do that for the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They, they don't like it. And no. I think it's up to mm-hmm. their manager mm-hmm. to support them mm-hmm. through this process mm-hmm. right. and to help them mm-hmm. and to listen and to coach them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not all oh, suddenly you're you're the boss. You've got the title. Go mm-hmm. away and and do it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you've got people there within the organisation mm-hmm. to support you to help mm-hmm. you to move into the leadership role. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, speaking of that, are there training programs where people can learn these skills? Uh, y- yes, there are, and most uh, organisations will put in place something Mm -hmm. but a lot of organizations are not very good at that (laughs) and people have to learn the hard way Uh, now it's a very interesting question Debs because um, 
I have a number of online training courses mm -hmm. on a number of platforms, mm -hmm. and uh, one of the biggest ones is Udemy. Mm. And I have uh, two dozen courses on Udemy, which mm -hmm. are in the Udemy for Business catalog. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, these are things like the Emotionally Intelligent Leader, mm -hmm. Collaboration and Emotional Intelligence, mm -hmm. Emotional Intelligence for Teams. And I'm not mentioning these really to over-self-promote. I'm mm -hmm. just mentioning them. Mm -hmm. Because the interesting thing is that I'm finding out that a lot of learners who sign up for these courses are first-time managers. Ah. And they are learning their skills mm -hmm. from online learning. Mm. Now, uh, let me say there are other very, very mm -hmm. good courses right. that are available on mm -hmm. leadership on mm -hmm. Udemy, mm -hmm. but mine is not mine are not mm -hmm. the only ones so people can pick and choose mm -hmm. but I think the important thing that I'm learning through this is the fact that people are getting knowledge about how to mm -hmm. be a leader by doing it themselves going mm -hmm. online and a lot of companies might not be able to get half a dozen new leaders together in a kind of school right. classroom mm -hmm. environment mm -hmm. but they can say to people here you are here's some resource mm -hmm. that we we will pay for you to mm -hmm. partake go away and and learn it mm -hmm. and we're here, here to help and support you and right. uh, utilize the information mm -hmm. and build up your team right do right. it that way and, well, and of course we're you know we're all doing a lot of online learning now because many people are now remotely working that's right and, and i think this this is a very interesting um phase that we're moving mm -hmm. into because over the last year most people certainly within the united kingdom have had mm -hmm. to work from home right and and here also mm -hmm. I, I and i think across the world that has mm -hmm. happened now we're in a phase where certainly within the uk we're, mm -hmm. we're opening up again mm -hmm. and there is talk about people going back to the office right and not now, wanting to and lots of people mm -hmm. are not wanting mm -hmm. to uh now yesterday i was very very fortunate and i met up with a client for a face-to-face -face meeting oh my the first gosh one, the first one <laughs> in the year Ooh, mm -hmm. it was wonderful uh, anyway that's an aside but he mm -hmm. was telling me that his managing director is insisting that everybody goes back to the office Ooh. now that now this this is not going to be mm -hmm. unique. There mm -hmm. are going to be lots right. of managing directors. Mm -hmm. and, and indeed, I, I believe that there are lots of banks that are mm -hmm. actually saying you have got to work. Right. I mean, sometimes you need people in the same physical location. Well, you do. But I think the other important thing is these organizations need to determine how that can work now because mm -hmm. we're in a new world we're in a new phase right. now if if a, if a manager if a leader if a managing director a ceo is mm -hmm. going to insist people work in the office when mm -hmm. they don't have to mm -hmm. people are going to walk right yeah because they're going to go well if i work for that company i can still work at home in my my bathrobe and slippers and it can save me thousands mm -hmm. of pounds or thousands of right. dollars mm -hmm. in commuting costs right. oh, I because know. you're not going to pay that. Mm -hmm. right. And, and it just saves that time. I mean, yeah. you know, the people are, you know, who, especially if you had more than about a 15 minute commute. 
Yeah, and and certainly within the United Kingdom, uh, an hour, an hour and a half commute is not Mm -hmm. unheard of. Right. So, you know, you're talking about two or three hours a day where Mm -hmm. somebody is traveling Mm -hmm. when they could be productively Mm -hmm. working from home or spending time with the cat. Or sleeping or (laughs) doing something Mm -hmm. that is not not commuting Mm -hmm. doing something which is of more value to them in Mm -hmm. their lives so i think we're going to see some major changes Mm -hmm. over the coming months and years Mm -hmm. because people in in the Mm c-suite are going to have to change their approach Mm -hmm. this is going to affect their bottom line because the costs of recruiting people Uh, years ago was quoted at about £40,000, mm-hmm. $40,000. Now, I'm, I'm sure it's more than that. Mm-hmm. But if you're losing people because you're not being emotionally intelligent mm-hmm. as a leader, mm-hmm. right, you're going to lose profitability right. somewhere mm-hmm. along the line. Mm-hmm. And the harsh reality is, look at the people that are working for you. Mm-hmm. Find out what it is that, mm-hmm. that would work for you both. Mm-hmm negotiate and come up with a plan Mm -hmm. and you know Debs if it turns out that the person has to be in the office five days a week Mm -hmm. uh, you know you can't (laughs) you you cannot be a doctor at home Mm -hmm. tending patients Mm -hmm. Um, you can't be a surgeon at home Mm -hmm. Uh, but how uh, if your job demands Mm -hmm. that you have to be in a certain place at a certain Mm -hmm. time then build it into the contract. Mm-hmm. Make sure that right. everybody is aware of that mm-hmm. and everybody mm-hmm. knows that. But I think a lot of leaders now have to cut some slack with their people. Mm-hmm. They've got to change. They've got to change mm-hmm. their way of thinking. Right. And it's going to be forced upon them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, uh, and uh, it, it all comes down to communication. You know, if you If you feel that they need to be in the office, fine, but tell them why. Um, you know, and, and, um, you know, one of the, you know, I, I was talking with someone and they said, you know, we like working from home. It's great. You know, we like the flexibility. We're getting actually more work done because there's less interruptions. They said, but when we have that quick question where I just want to look at somebody's monitor, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so that's, you know, that's kind of the, the whole give and take with all of this. And then you toss in the fact that, you know, off and on, we have, you know, now now a majority of kids, I think, um, have gone back to school. But at any point in time, kids can be home again. And a lot of kids, you know, a lot of parents decided homeschooling is good. So not only are they working from home, they're teaching also, um, you know, and, and I think that's one of the things that leaders really need to, to get a handle on is how do we deal with that? You know, maybe somebody, you know, you're, you're used to them working at 10 a.m. Well, that's when, you know, Kidlet needs the Zoom um, and, you know, and, and, and but they're going to get their work done. It's just going to be at 10 p.m. Yes. And, and it's up to people to, again, we, we, we need to look at changing the way in which we're working. And mm-hmm. it's up to people to make the choices mm-hmm. that they need to make. Mm-hmm. When are they most energized? Mm-hmm. If somebody is most energized and does their best thinking and their best outputs at 10 a.m., mm-hmm. sorry, 10 p.m., mm-hmm. then leave them to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think we've got to change the way Mm -hmm. in which we are managing and leading people Mm -hmm. and get away from input measurements. Mm -hmm. Um, 
key performance indicators mm-hmm. and things like right. that. Yeah. How many and, hours per day are you working? You yes. Mm-hmm. And look at outputs. Mm-hmm. What is it that you need to do in order mm-hmm. to be successful mm-hmm. and to perform well within mm-hmm. that role? Now, it's down right. to the leader to sit down and work mm-hmm. that out. Mm-hmm. It's very, very easy for a leader to clock people on and clock mm-hmm. people off and to, to right. have a spreadsheet and mm-hmm. to, to measure this, that and the other. But throw it open to the person around, this is how we are mm-hmm. going to measure you. This is mm-hmm. This is how we're going to review your performance Mm -hmm. Um, in six months time come back to me and we'll sit down and have Mm -hmm. a review it doesn't matter how you got there Mm -hmm. it's just the fact that you did get there right Mm -hmm. Um, like uh, you you were talking to me about going to Denver Colorado Mm -hmm. in a few days Mm -hmm. time well uh, you getting to Denver Colorado is going to be easier than Mm -hmm. me because I'm in the United Kingdom Mm -hmm. but if we're both given the out Come mm-hmm. of get yourself to Denver, Colorado mm-hmm. by the end of next week. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether I fly into New York and mm-hmm. get the train if that's possible, mm-hmm. or whether I fly into Denver, Colorado, mm-hmm. or whether I take the slow boat mm-hmm. from China, as long as I'm actually mm-hmm. in Denver, Colorado mm-hmm. at that particular time. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very much the example that I would give around outputs. What mm-hmm. is it that you want right. people to, to, to do? Mm-hmm. Where do you want people to be? Mm-hmm. What support can you give them? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, micromanagers obviously have, have very low emotional intelligence, you know, because they wouldn't be micromanagers. But I would imagine that all of this has just been horrible for them, you know, because they can't look over somebody's shoulder. They can't, you know, know that you're going to be at your desk at 3, 12 PM. Um, you know, and, and, you know, and, and I mean, that's, that's, I'm, I'm hoping that this is kind of pushing those folks aside and really showing them, you know, okay, you either need to learn and grow or. <laughs> you know. Yes. And let me give you, let me tell you another little story that Mm -hmm. supports that. I was doing some work with uh, Manchester Metropolitan University Mm -hmm. as a coach, and I was coaching somebody in Manchester City Council. And he was telling me that his managers and his leaders were saying to him that uh, over the sessions I was coaching Mm -hmm. him that homeworking will never happen over their dead body Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we were we were having a conversation a week before the first lockdown in the United Uh Kingdom (laughs) and he was saying to me that this is what his leaders and managers Mm -hmm. were saying to Mm him and I said to him oh dear you know you they really are going to suffer mm-hmm. because we don't know what's going to happen. Right. But if the gov- government suddenly puts mm-hmm. everybody into lockdown, then they're going to have to do it, whether mm-hmm. they like it or not. Right. Now, a week later, we were all put into lockdown. Mm-hmm. So over yeah. their dead body, everybody mm-hmm. had to work from home. Mm-hmm. And uh, interestingly enough, Manchester City Council is thriving. Right. Yeah, it's still there and still doing well. Yes. So, you know, um, I, th- I think what we what we what we're finding mm-hmm. or what I'm finding is that it's people of our age group who've mm-hmm. not got the flexibility of thinking right. 
that have risen up to the top of the pile mm -hmm. or floated up some way into mm -hmm. the pile and will be saying to people, well, what's good enough for me is good enough mm -hmm. for you. And, mm -hmm. and they are treating people in exactly the same way that they were mm -hmm. treated mm -hmm. um, over the years. Right. And they know how to be successful. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to do their best. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, people are experiencing different things. Mm -hmm. And the 20, 30-year-olds of today are going to be a lot more flexible mm -hmm. and a lot more people-focused and a lot more IT savvy mm -hmm. right. and will have better ways of mm -hmm. managing people. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know what that's going to be. Mm -hmm. You don't know what that's going to be right. and your listeners don't know mm -hmm. what that's going to be. Mm -hmm. That's going to evolve over the next mm -hmm. 20 or 30 years. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and and the fact that we can now, for many people, if we've got Wi-Fi, we can work from wherever. I mean, That's you know, right. or you know, it doesn't have to be Wi-Fi. It can be you know, a hard line. But if we have internet, we can work from wherever. And I think, you know, I think we had started to see that in the millennials and, you know, with the, the digital nomads who, you know, they just kind of went from place to place. I interviewed somebody one time on the program where um, they had small children and, and they decided that they were going to take this time to show them the United States. So they bought the camper, you know, they, they had the, whatever that they pulled it with and away they went, um, you know, and, and, and they would, you know, they'd spend, you know, two weeks at the grand Canyon and dad would sit, you know, at his little table in the little camper during the day and work, you know, or go to the you know, local Starbucks or, or whatever. And, you know, the, the rest of the family went off and, and had a great time. But, you know, they, they also were using it, obviously, as a great teaching experience. You know, so not only were these kids having fun, they were learning, uh, you know, and, and um, you know, and, and they said, yeah, at some point they're going to have to go back to a brick and mortar house because, you know, the kidlets might want to be in band or sports or, you know, all of those things that it takes more little kidlets, um, you know, and and. But, you know, he, he said, you know, as long as I have an Internet connection, I can work from anywhere. And my boss never knows where I am. And he said, and he doesn't need to know where I am. He just needs to know that I'm getting my job done. And you know, so they were starting that. And now us kaji old people are going, ooh, we kind of like this. You mean I can go to the lake? I can go to the beach? I can go to the mountains and still be working? <laughs> Yes, I, and I think we've got to support the leaders mm -hmm. in the most appropriate way mm -hmm. here. If somebody is not performing mm -hmm. and they're not delivering against their outputs, then you start to have a different conversation. Mm -hmm. Right. And you may then need to put in certain inputs mm -hmm. to help the person realize that there are certain expectations mm -hmm. yeah. that are required sleeping until 10 every day yeah maybe not so much <laughs> maybe not so much mm -hmm. so um I, maybe if people are slipping mm -hmm. behind in mm -hmm. terms of their deliverables then the leader does need mm -hmm. to sit down and have that difficult conversation right, right. Um, and they do need to agree what is going to happen mm -hmm. in order to support Mm -hmm. Both people moving forward. Right. So, you know, again, it's back to this give and mm -hmm. take. Mm -hmm. So it's not this nicety, nicety, mm -hmm. oh, you can work from home, you can mm -hmm. sleep until 10, mm -hmm. uh, you can take the dog for a walk mm -hmm. for two hours at lunchtime, mm -hmm. and you can finish at three o'clock. Uh, if 
you can achieve everything that you need to by mm -hmm. that lifestyle. Brilliant. Right. Um, but I think we ought to add more work into your mm -hmm. day. Right. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're only working four hours a day, maybe we can give you some more work. Uh, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and let's go back to the conversation mm -hmm. that we had about people working from home. Mm -hmm. If people are not commuting and they've got mm -hmm. an extra hour or two that they can devote to work, then perhaps they can get more done. Mm -hmm. And perhaps the company can have better profits mm -hmm. because they're actually right. being more mm -hmm. effective mm -hmm. and people are actually delivering mm -hmm. over and above what they should mm -hmm. have been delivering. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, there's some really, really interesting mm -hmm. questions that are going to be thrown up and they're right. going to have to be answered mm -hmm. over, the, over mm -hmm. the coming months. Right. Oh, yeah. The next year, I think, is still going to be. You know, because we're still trying to figure this out, um, you know, and, and and it's not just the managers that have to have the emotional intelligence. It is the employees, too. I mean, you know, we have to be thinking, OK, I have, I, you know, I have to be a grown up about this. Basically, you know, is maybe the, the easiest way to put that. I have to be responsible. You know, I can't think that I can sleep till 10 and, and then walk the dog for two hours and, and do this and this. You know, and, and of course, it is kind of in everybody's nature to kind of push, you know, to see you know, yes. what, can, what can I get away with? Yeah. But, you know, that's that's what a six year old does. You know, yeah. as the adult, we need to go, OK, well, OK, that was fun, but. Now I need to be the grown up and I need to get my job done or realize that there are ramifications. Yeah. Let's be emotionally intelligent mm -hmm. about it mm -hmm. because when you are actually walking the dog or mm -hmm. taking the afternoon mm -hmm. off and spending the time at the beach mm -hmm. and you're not working, mm -hmm. um, most people would have certain elements of guilt or anxiety right. around mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So again, if you can live with that guilt and anxiety mm -hmm. so much so, mm -hmm. but at some point, if you do have a difficult conversation with your manager because mm -hmm. you're not performing, mm -hmm. who's responsible for mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. um, you cannot put the blame onto anybody else but right. yourself because mm -hmm. you haven't managed your mm -hmm. time as effectively mm -hmm. and as efficiently mm -hmm. as you could or right. you should have done. Mm -hmm. right. So uh, a lot of uh, emotional intelligence is down to looking mm -hmm. at self-awareness mm -hmm. and self-esteem. Right. And looking at taking responsibility, mm -hmm. taking responsibility for your emotions. Mm -hmm. Your manager, your leader cannot make you angry right. unless you choose mm -hmm. for them to make mm -hmm. you angry. Right. It's your choice. Mm -hmm. And by the same token, the people that work for you mm -hmm. as leaders cannot make you mm -hmm. angry. Mm -hmm. You're choosing anger. Mm -hmm. And a lot of leaders will be angry mm -hmm. and they are angry about the fact that their people are not happy. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, so they will go into an organization mm -hmm. and they will create a culture where <laughs> the leader will shout and holler mm -hmm. and uh, tell the people what needs to do. And mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. don't like the culture within the organization. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sorry, as the senior leader, you are setting the organization. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, organizational culture mm -hmm. you can't tell people to be happy mm -hmm. you have to encourage mm -hmm. the culture which allows them right. to be happy mm -hmm. so if you're angry all the time mm -hmm. and if you're shouting all the time mm -hmm. 
how are people going to be happy within that hey, environment? They're, they're afraid. <laughs> yes. Yes. So what emotions do you want your people to be mm-hmm. feeling? Right. And how can you generate mm-hmm. those emotions mm-hmm. through your reactions, your mm-hmm. behaviors, and the way in which you mm-hmm. are working with people? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, one of the things that we have definitely seen in the last year is this little thing called resiliency. Is that part of emotional intelligence? When we look at the official models of emotional intelligence that have been developed by um, Daniel Goldman mm-hmm. and the team at, uh, uh, sorry, at, sorry, my blank. brain fart. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, wherever they are. <laughs> Yale University. Well, I'll that say other, that again. That other school. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that again so you can edit mm-hmm. that bit out. Um, when we look at what the team from Yale University mm-hmm. have been doing, uh, they don't include resilience mm-hmm. within the, the model, yet mm-hmm. resilience is a part of emotional intelligence. Is mm-hmm. how you respond to mm-hmm. and cope with the day-to-day stresses mm-hmm. that we all face. Mm-hmm. And stress is a very, very interesting component mm-hmm. because because too much stress and we go into burnout, mm-hmm. too little stress, we have burnout, but it's mm-hmm. a different type of burnout through boredom and through mm-hmm. lack of challenge. Right. So we do need to have a level of stress mm-hmm. to get the balance right. Mm-hmm. And we need to know as individuals what it is that we can take. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go back to the cat again. I'm sorry to mm-hmm. use that example. Poor cat. But it's, it's, it's brilliant. <laughs> but if the cat dies, mm-hmm. and if you then get a phone call to say that your elderly mother's been put into hospital, mm-hmm. she's had a fall, mm-hmm. and if the police phone and say that they've got your child in custody for some nefarious mm-hmm. reason, then that's going to compound all the mm-hmm. stress that you're feeling right. at the moment particularly if the boss wants his report on the desk mm-hmm. by uh, four o'clock on mm-hmm. a Friday afternoon. In terms of overall priorities mm-hmm. in life, that slips down the mm-hmm. chain of events. Mm-hmm. So it's how do you work with and how do you mm-hmm. manage stress? Mm-hmm. Um, so resilience is a very interesting word. It's, it's often bandied about. Mm-hmm. Resilience is not bouncing back. Mm-hmm which seems to be everybody's simplistic definition. Oh, Mm -hmm. we're going to bounce back. We're Mm going to bounce back from COVID. Mm -hmm. Well, you and I have lived through COVID. Mm -hmm. Are we resilient? Yeah, it's apples and oranges. It is. It mm-hmm. it is. So we've got to be very careful when we mm-hmm. use this word because it seems to be uh, dropped into conversation. You mm-hmm. hear it in the media a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing about resilience is that it's a metaphor which has come from mm-hmm. material science. Mm-hmm. Let me take you back to when you were at school mm-hmm. um, in your teenage mm-hmm. learning a, a about forces and you Mm -hmm. were putting weights on Mm -hmm. springs Mm -hmm. and bits of elastic Mm -hmm. and you were measuring Young's modulus to find Mm -hmm. out the resiliency of the material. Well, uh, when you and I were growing up, the word resilient 
lent itself to material. Mm -hmm. People right. weren't mm -hmm. resilient. Mm -hmm. So over the last few years, the word has been transcribed mm -hmm. into helping people to cope and come through mm -hmm. adversity. Um, so we've got to be very, very careful with the word mm -hmm. because uh, what does no resilience look like? Right. Um, people will go through clinical depression mm -hmm. and they may snap at some mm -hmm. point. Um, that may be low levels of resilience, mm -hmm. um, but it, it's, it should only be temporary. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, when you're in the depths of despair, mm -hmm. it can seem a lifetime. Right. Uh, and we've just got to recognize that mm -hmm. people need the right level of support. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong going along mm -hmm. to your physician and saying, I need some medication mm -hmm. to help me right. pull through this, mm -hmm. because there are some really powerful medicines mm -hmm. to help with depression. Mm -hmm. um, what about too much resilience? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're, you're always the stiff upper lip. <laughs> You're always the stiff upper lip. You're not listening to anybody. Uh, it's me, me, me all the time. Uh, and unfortunately, we saw it with your uh, your last president. Oh, yeah. Where, just a little self-centered. Whereby, <laughs> you know, there was just too much resilience mm -hmm. there. And uh, he wasn't reacting to what the environment was telling mm -hmm. him. And it was very much, uh, he was trying to control the world around his mm -hmm. paradigm. And right. uh, it it didn't work. Mm -hmm. So uh, there are a lot of leaders that mm -hmm. can have too much resilience, mm -hmm. and I think they've got to watch for it. Mm -hmm. They've come through adversity. Mm -hmm. They've adapted to the change management program. Mm -hmm. So why hasn't everybody else? Right, right. Um, you know, and I think that's the thing that, that everybody needs to remember is everybody deals with it differently. Yes. You know, and, yes. and, you know, and, and that is, of course, the challenge of the manager and it is, you know, truly a challenge, you know, and, and, you know, and it could be, you know, you know, in your, in your family also, I mean, you know, it's the, whoever's kind of that person in charge to know that everybody is different, um, you know, and, and, you know, one thing that will just reduce somebody to a blithering idiot of tears, somebody else looks at and goes, eh, <laughs> you know, um, you know and, and, but the, the person who has their good cry, then is good to go. Whereas the one who went, eh, some tiny little thing will break them because it all just built up, you know, and, and all of these things. And, and, and of course that is the challenge for, for managers, because we don't want to do that. We want everybody to be exactly the same, um, you know, and, and that's, that is the hard part is figuring out. And, and of course it's, it's much harder remotely because we're not picking up on a lot of the subtle signs that, you know, that, that people have. And especially when we haven't seen some of these folks, in maybe six months, maybe even a year in an office environment, um, you know, and, and so it's, it's hard to miss those signs of when somebody needs, needs a little help or something, um, you know, especially if they don't feel that they can tell you, you know, Hey, Robin, I'm struggling a little bit now, um, you know, and, and, but, and it's funny when, when you were talking about bouncing back, there's a commercial here in the States and I, you know, must not be a very good commercial because I can't remember who it's for, but it's, they say, you know, we have to bounce back. no, we have to bounce forward. What? <laughs> and I've heard that in terms mm -hmm. of resilience. And, and bouncing forward is better than bouncing back because mm -hmm. you can't go back to how things were. Mm -hmm. Right. Everybody's and they're not going to. Anybody who keeps no. saying, I can't wait for it to go back to normal. No. That's not going to happen. No, because the normal, mm -hmm. the normal that we are 
working with mm -hmm. is what's happening in this particular yes. moment of time. Mm -hmm. We can't go back to 2019 mm -hmm. and we can't project 2019 into 2022. Mm -hmm. 2022 will be completely different mm -hmm. because we will have learned, we right. will have grown, we mm -hmm. will have developed through that. Now, mm -hmm. we may go uh, we may move forward into some semblance mm -hmm. of what things were, mm -hmm. but there will be major changes mm -hmm. that will come out right. through that mm -hmm. that probably you or I don't even know at this mm -hmm. stage. Yeah. We may be on tenderhook for lockdown mm -hmm. at any moment. Mm -hmm. uh, we may not be allowed to, mm -hmm. to travel internationally to the extent that we would like to. Mm -hmm. um, hey, the airline tickets are going to skyrocket. Mm -hmm. So hopping on a plane and popping over to Paris for lunch. Oh, um, not going to happen for a while. It's not, it's or not, if going, ever. To, it's mm -hmm. not going to happen. And, and I think we've just got to look at adapting mm -hmm. our lives around mm -hmm. what the normality mm -hmm. of the present moment right. will allow us mm -hmm. to, to do. Right. So what I can do today on what's the date, the, uh, to, we're doing this 12th. on the 13th of May. Yeah. So what's happening on the 13th mm -hmm. of May, I will be allowed to do different things mm -hmm. on the 20th of May. Mm -hmm. right. uh, that will be the new mm -hmm. normal mm -hmm. and there, uh, on the 20th of May. Mm -hmm. And then on the 20th of June, mm -hmm. I will have a different level of normality. Right. Uh, so what is it that I can do today? Mm -hmm. I might not like it. Mm -hmm. I might feel as if I'm being constrained, mm -hmm. but what is it that I can do within mm -hmm. those constraints? Mm -hmm. Well, the thing that I can do is to make the choices mm -hmm. that are available to me and put mm -hmm. myself in control of making the best choice. Mm -hmm. I might not like the choices, mm -hmm. but I've still got the choice. Right, right. So can we learn to be more resilient? We can. And I, I think the most important thing that I say to people when we are talking about managing adverse situations is what is it that you need to do to put yourself in control? Mm. What choices can mm -hmm. you recognize mm -hmm. that are available to you? Mm -hmm. And what choices can you make there? Mm -hmm. I think one of the key things is to to learn to be a lot more flexible and adaptable, mm -hmm. but also to make sure that you organize your life in order that you can be flexible right. and adaptable. Mm -hmm. um, the other important thing there is to have this mindset that you can solve problems. Mm -hmm. um, again, I'm going to repeat what I said a few minutes earlier. Uh, you will have a number of choices open to you. Mm -hmm. You might not like the range of choices. Mm -hmm. You might have felt that a few years ago you had a lot more choices open mm -hmm. to you. Well, that was a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Today, what are the choices open to you? And what choices can you make that are going to fulfill your personal vision? Mm -hmm. and allow you the opportunity to do what it is that mm -hmm. you want to do. Now, mm -hmm. I, I, um, by way of example, I might have wanted to go to India for a holiday this mm -hmm. year. Oh, <laughs> well, it isn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
it is not going to happen. I've got to stay in the United mm -hmm. Kingdom. Well, there's some wonderful bits of the United mm -hmm. Kingdom just waiting to right. be explored. Mm -hmm. So what choices are open mm -hmm. to me? Uh, how can I get those those choices to mm -hmm. work? And I think the, the other important thing in terms of learning to be more resilient is to build up an appropriate network of people mm -hmm. that you can Yeah, we're not in on. this alone. We're not, no, mm -hmm. no. So who can you go to mm -hmm. talk to and say, I've got a problem? Mm -hmm. Will you listen to me? Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I've been married for a number of years. Mm -hmm. I don't go and talk to my wife because she doesn't listen. She'll tell me exactly what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. The person I go and to speak right. to. <laughs> yeah, she's right. Yeah, she's right. Um, the person I go and speak to is my eldest daughter. Ah, interesting. And she, mm -hmm. she's a counsellor for Mind, and I'm very oh, okay. proud of her. Mm -hmm. um, but she's learned the art of listening. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I just need somebody that I can mm -hmm. <laughs> right. mm -hmm. lurge onto. And mm -hmm. she's there, and she's there for me, and she mm -hmm. will listen. Mm -hmm. And she understands, and she understands that her mother's not very good at listening. <laughs> uh, but my my wife, I desperately love her. I've of course. Been mm -hmm. married for, oh, crikey, 30, 35 I know, I, we, years. I, I've run out of fingers I, on I've, mine I've, too. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. but the, the beauty of it is it's a very strong relationship, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. she's not the person that I go to. I go mm -hmm. to my eldest daughter mm -hmm. so um who is it in your network who mm -hmm. you can go to mm -hmm. to who will listen to you mm -hmm. now if i want some fun if i want a bit of silliness mm -hmm. if i want to just be a, a kid again mm -hmm. and i get her in the right frame of mind mm -hmm. i'll <laughs> go and spend some time with my wife right. mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you can got, go to the pubs yeah <laughs> that's right and, and i've got i've got friends that i will draw on if i want to talk to mm -hmm them about certain things and mm -hmm. you've got friends right. too there'll mm -hmm. be certain friends that you'll mm -hmm. go along and you'll talk to them about mm -hmm. your experience as mm -hmm. a student mm -hmm. there'll be some people that you'll go along and talk to mm -hmm. about your experiences when you're on a holiday mm -hmm. so uh, the important thing is to get connected mm -hmm. and also to be socially competent mm -hmm. within that network mm -hmm. so it's a two-way street mm -hmm. um, people will be coming to you for certain mm -hmm. nourishment. What is that? Mm -hmm. What is that? And right. that will help you to build mm -hmm. your resilience mm -hmm. and that will help the other person to build your resilience. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it's, it's funny. I, I, this whole conversation, I keep thinking, you know, what we just have to be and sometimes we obviously we just had to be grown ups. I mean that somehow that just keeps entering <laughs> my mind is that you know we we just have to be a grown up about the situation, um, you know, and, and of course that's different for for every person. But you know, in some ways that is true. I mean, you know, we have to take responsibility. We have to, you know, there's so many things that being that grown up means. Um, but you know, that kind of is what this is. You know, we we have to to learn to to be that responsible person. And you know, usually that's a grown up. Now, I mean, some people were grown ups when they were eight years old, right? You know, we, we you know, we've we've all known those precocious children who, you know, I I have a younger cousin who, oh my gosh, he's not even four. And we refer to him as the little man. <laughs> 
I mean, because he is, he's just this tiny little short man. He's right over here. He's very, and, you know, and, 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 um, you know, who knows what he's going to be like when he's six or 16, you know, and, and all of those things. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it, but it, it, it's kind of that attitude, right? You know, he's just, he's, he's in charge. He's, you know, he's, and, um, but that's, that is kind of what we're talking about. You know, you, you have to be that, that grown up, that responsible person, but that cares about other people. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's about being emotionally intelligent, mm-hmm. if I was to go back to that. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people will say to me, well, this emotional intelligence, it's just common sense, isn't mm-hmm. it? Right. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. It is common sense, mm-hmm. but sense isn't all that common. No, no. And and we, you know, yeah, you know, common sense in a lot of cases is few and far between. It is. It is. So uh, looking at it uh, again from a grown up perspective, mm-hmm. it's it's utilizing your emotions. Mm-hmm. It's regulating your emotions mm-hmm. and, and utilizing them in the most appropriate way. You cannot scream and bawl like you could mm-hmm. in the playground when right. you were nine, I can't nine years stop old. My foot. <laughs> you can metaphorically stomp mm-hmm. your foot, but how do you do that as a mm-hmm. grown up? How do you utilize that frustration mm-hmm. and that anger to mm-hmm. right a wrong, mm-hmm. to deal with somebody who's transgressed one of your values? Mm-hmm. But you do it in a grown up manner. Mm-hmm. And as a leader, it's a case of taking responsibility mm-hmm. and sitting down with uh, that individual and saying that behavior was unacceptable. Mm-hmm. When you behave that way, you made me feel mm-hmm. very angry. Right. I chose not to respond Mm -hmm. in an anger uh, angered fashion but uh, how can we ensure that that doesn't happen again Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to carry on behaving that way please do so but make sure I'm not around to Mm -hmm. experience it or you're going to do it employed somewhere else (laughs) yes yeah yes 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 Mm -hmm. and 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 rightly so and Mm -hmm. have that conversation Mm -hmm. um you, as a manager, do hire and fire people, mm-hmm. but you hire people when you need to. Mm-hmm. You don't fire people as a management tool unless mm-hmm. you have to. Mm-hmm. It's the last resort, but, mm-hmm. but, 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 mm-hmm. don't be afraid of going there if you mm-hmm. need to. Right. That's part yeah. of being the grown up. <laughs> it's part of being a grown up. It's part of being a good leader. It's part of being a good manager. Uh, it, you're actually supporting. Mm-hmm all the other people that remain mm-hmm. within the organization because right. they can see mm-hmm. that that sort of behavior is mm-hmm. just not going to be tolerated. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think maybe that's the thing to remember is it's not just for that one person. It's for everyone else. You know, they need to know there are rules, there are procedures, there are ramifications, um, you know, and, and because to some degree we like rules. I mean, yes. you know, yes. as much as we might fuss about, you know, the fuss about them, we still kind of like some rules. And, um, you know, and, and, and I think that's been one of the things that has been kind of interesting to watch with people through the pandemic, especially the, the lockdown part was, you know, things kind of got wild and crazy there for a while. And then people went, uh, okay, I actually do have to work. <laughs> and, and then they figured out what the new normal for now is, um, you know, and, and, and that's just, I mean, that's, that's part of that process. And maybe that is the bouncing forward part is, you know, we, we take it, we go, okay, this didn't work, but this did, therefore. 
So going back to the definition of resilience, mm -hmm. resilience is having a focus mm -hmm. on outcomes, a, a goal, mm -hmm. and recognizing mm -hmm. that your life has some meaning. Right. What meaning do you want to put on mm -hmm. your life? Having the creativity and the flexibility mm -hmm. to be able to adapt mm -hmm. around circumstances mm -hmm. to lead you towards that mm -hmm. endpoint, mm -hmm. and to do so with a level of mm -hmm. humility and enjoy mm -hmm. it enjoy mm -hmm. the ride right. whether you bounce back forward mm -hmm. sideways or whether you just smoothly mm -hmm. move into the future mm -hmm. like a swan gliding right. over the lake <laughs> yeah no do it like a swan moving over a lake mm -hmm. you can't see its little feet piddle paddling underneath uh -huh. yeah, going to the lesson. yes <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, oh my gosh, Robin, we are almost at the top of the hour and this has been Good just grief. absolutely <laughs> delightful. You know, and, and we didn't discuss, and so we have to have you back because I would love talking to you about the difference between men and women. Um, you know, and, and because there is, you know, for, for anybody who says, eh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. you know, and, and, and maybe it's, it's not, you know, by sex, maybe it's more femininity and masculinity, um, you know, and, and how we deal with things, but you know, will have you on again. Cause I would love to have that discussion, um, you know, and, and I think it would be so much fun, but until then tell us more about specifically what you do. Well, as I've said all the way through, I'm an emotional intelligence coach, trainer and facilitator. Mm -hmm. I hope you can see the passion that I've got for the mm -hmm, subject. Mm -hmm. You can find more about me on my website, which is ei4change.com. Mm -hmm. That's the number four, mm -hmm. ei4change.com. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're interested in my courses, go and have a look at courses.ei4change.info. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the website will lead you there if you mm -hmm, click mm -hmm. through. You can find me on LinkedIn. You mm -hmm. can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter mm -hmm. and most of the other social media platforms. Just look for me. I'm happy mm -hmm. to connect with anybody. So uh, uh, just feel free to reach out mm -hmm. if you've got any questions or if you want to know anything or if you agreed with what I've said or if you disagreed mm -hmm. with what I've said, please feel free mm -hmm. to, to drop me a, a line. Uh, Robin at eiforchange.com. Can't get much easier than that. Yeah. Oh, and that's Robin with an I because um, uh, oh, yes. Robin, mm -hmm. Robin in the United Kingdom uh, is a name for men and it, mm -hmm. it comes with yes. an I mm -hmm. rather than a mm -hmm. Y. <laughs> right, right. I love it. I love it. Well, this has really been uh, so much fun. I, I love talking about things like this, you know, and, and you know, it, it really is just so much fun. But, you know, do you have any final words of wisdom for everyone? I think uh, if I can sum up what we've been talking about today, uh, get to know yourself, mm -hmm. get to know your strengths and get to know your limitations. Um, the world will not adapt around you. Mm -hmm. You have to adapt around the world that opens up before you. Mm -hmm. Make the best choices that you can with the options open to you and just be. I love it. I love it. Well, I've been having a delightful conversation with Robin Hills of EI for Change. I'm Deb Creer. Until next time, everyone have a great day. Thank you, Deb. 
tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.